Hi there, it's Elaine Hamilton from the Reiki Center. And today I am inspired to talk about uh, a comment that popped up on one of my older videos, actually. Some, a video called Why is Reiki Not Working that I posted about five years ago. And the comment, um, so in the video, I was talking about how I sometimes get emails from people asking me why Reiki isn't working for them. And in the video, I was outlining that often it's because they were not applying Reiki. And what I mean by applying Reiki is once you have your Reiki attunements or once you've attended a Reiki class, uh, once you've listened to my self-attunement um, on YouTube or however you begin your Reiki journey, i.e. the Reiki is active in, in your hands. So it's starting to flow out of your hands. And often we talk about Reiki as a, um, as like a opening the, the hose pipe of your hands. And then the Reiki is the water flowing through the hose pipe. Now in this, uh, video, I was basically saying that you have to apply it by putting your hands on your body, spending time with yourself and giving yourself a Reiki treatment. So having an attunement for Reiki and having or many attunements for Reiki or going to Reiki one, two, three masters is not um, the method for creating more balance and change and peace in your life. Like that's not the way you do it. You, you create more peace in your life by actually doing Reiki on yourself. And that's through um, the practice of applying, just sitting quietly with yourself, putting your hands on different positions. You could follow specific positions that you learn in your Reiki class, uh, or you could simply be resting with yourself with your hands on your body. If you are uh, higher levels of Reiki, Reiki two or above, you could be sending yourself Reiki while you sit quietly. But there is this assumption that you are sitting quietly with yourself uh, for at least some time. Now, in the traditional Reiki classes, you would have been taught the one-hour self-treatment. I teach that too. But I have to say that as the years have gone, I have become much more relaxed in terms of what I tell people to do. Frankly, because people just don't have an hour in their day to be able to sit around doing self-Reiki or self-healing. So I tend to encourage people when they are doing a meditation practice, if they have a, a practice that they place their hands on their body somewhere and they, they imbue their meditation practice with the energy of Reiki at the same time. But uh, other people, when they don't have a meditation practice, then I encourage them to just place their hands anywhere on their body as they fall asleep at night. And in that way, the Reiki is moving through throughout the body um, during sleep, which is perfectly fine. But it is this action of applying the Reiki to yourself. So when you have, just because you have Reiki through a Reiki class or through an attunement process, it doesn't mean that it's just going to automatically start 
working in your body. It might do for some people, for sure. I mean, we don't know that, right? But often when I'm asking people who say, oh, my Reiki doesn't work or, you know, it's not, there's no difference, there's no change, it is often because they're not actually applying it. So they're not actually using Reiki in the way that they've been taught to use Reiki. So that's the summary of the video. But what I really wanted to talk about was one of these comments that I got, um, and it goes like this. So the commenter says, for Reiki to work, you need to practice it as a way of life, putting its five principles into your daily life, removing chakra blockages through daily self-healing. Your intentions must be pure. It is not something that you can just acquire, like buying something from Amazon. It is a way of life. You bless and cleanse your food prior to eating. You channel the energy while waiting for the bus. You give out the power symbol to your loved ones when you kiss them goodbye in the morning, etc. So I wanted to um, challenge this idea that in order for Reiki to work, you need to practice it in a certain way. Um, I would say that if you're drawn to the five principles, many people are, like many people look at it as an entire philosophy. There are some teachers that teach it, that you have to become vegetarian, you have to stop smoking, you have to stop drinking. Um, they have, a, they kind of bring in um, a lot of life changes that are expected. And in terms of this way of life, it's like you have to bring more um, kind of mindfulness around how you use it, you bless it out, you use the symbols, you do all these kinds of things. Now, that's great. I, if it resonates with you and you really resonate with the five principles and you really resonate with the philosophy around Reiki, however you were taught, have at it. That's that's wonderful. Then you are bringing, you are bringing uh, a certain way of life to your own way that you are living. But I would say don't confuse this with what Reiki essentially is. So Reiki is not a way of life. Reiki is purely universal life force. And universal life force exists and flows through our life, uh, no matter what we're doing. So whether you are putting the five principles into place or whether you're not, whether you are worrying and are angry and are not grateful, Reiki will still work for you. It's not like you have to be grateful first in order for Reiki to make a positive shift in your life. Because actually that's not how it works. Like when I first came to Reiki, I think I was the world's biggest worrier. I had I had gold medal in worrying. So I was definitely not able to practice this not worrying thing. What I've noticed with the five principles is over my years of using Reiki, the five principles become more true for me. But I was not going out and actively trying to be less worrisome, less angry, more grateful. I wasn't going out like trying to convince myself to be like this. I had the five principles didn't really think much of them, didn't really practice them. They were kind of there. I was like, okay, that's cool. Frankly, the five principles actually come from a historical time in Japan. Uh, Asui 
brought them into the Reiki practice to make Reiki more palatable for the Japanese at the time. So it's historic. It's not necessarily based on what a Sui believed or anything. I mean, it was a, frankly, it was a marketing ploy. <laughs> it was, it was a socially, it was a socially shrewd move on his part. And if you want to look at the history of that, then that's a whole other story. But often when when these these processes are developed, it's like when Reiki moved to the US, you know, it's like Hawaii Jakarta created a whole other philosophy around Reiki to make it palatable for the American public. So be careful when you start to take wholesale these philosophical branding points and make it the only way that Reiki works because Reiki is way beyond the way that we live our lives. And you'll have people that are living their lives with Reiki with no philosophies around life in general. They're just getting on with their life. They're, they have stressful jobs. They have, you know, they're just householders. They're just doing their thing. They're just enjoying their lives. They're not necessarily being mindful or compassionate or, or blessing people or, or anything. And yet Reiki is working in amazing ways for them because they are being, um, they're using the energy. So they're applying Reiki. And what I mean by that is they're putting their hands on their body. They're having a time for themselves. They're allowing the energy to come into the body and, and relax, balance. And they are, there is an active process but rather than a way of life in terms of you need to be kind or you need to be grateful or you need to be, you know, it, all that kind of thing, they're using it more in terms of awareness, a greater sense of awareness. What are their patterns? What are some of the behaviors that they're doing that no longer serves them? What, what are the behaviors or thought patterns that are that is creating dissatisfaction or suffering in their lives? And can they let that go? Is that something from childhood? Is that something that they've learned because their parents said, you know, all that kind of thing. So the shifting that happens with Reiki is much more around the individual. So the when the Reiki comes in, if you look at it more like a really nourishing meal, every time you place your hands on your body, you are nourishing all the cells. You are nourishing all of your nervous system, you're resetting a lot of your biological and emotional mental systems. So you're relaxing the whole mechanism of your self. And in doing so, you, if you're awake and aware to this, you start to have these insights around what you're doing with your life. What are some of the practices? Now, that may well then, as it did for me, create this understanding that the five principles are actually starting to be true for you. So there was one day where I was able to say, just for today, I will not anger. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will have the attitude of gratitude. These things do happen more and more and more, but I wasn't waking up and going, oh, I need to do that. And when I achieve that, Reiki will work. That's not the that's not the way it goes. That's the opposite of the way it goes. So when you're applying Reiki for yourself, um, 
if you have certain a certain way of life that works for you, that's great. But don't feel, so the crux of the thing here is give yourself permission to do whatever feels right for you. Uh, because so often in, in, the, in the spiritual realm, we are told there's certain structures that we need to follow. You need to do this amount of Reiki. You need to do this amount of meditation. You need to eat this kind of food. You need to do this kind of yoga, blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah, on and on and on. And these structures are incredibly unhelpful if it's not a structure that is suitable for you. So it it's great. Whoever it's suitable for, the person who designed that structure, it worked for them, clearly, but that doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. And it certainly doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So when you are looking at um, how Reiki is working in your life, don't get suckered into this mindset of, well, it has to be like this. Nothing has to be like anything. There's, there's no correct way of finding inner peace. There's no correct way. And that's when you look out, it's a bit like diet, right? There is no correct diet ever. For some people, paleo works. For some people, gluten-free works. For some people, dairy-free works. For some people, you know, it's like every single biological system is unique and different. And it's how it's working for you. So you might well find that in certain periods of your life, a more quiet and a longer meditations work for you. And then for other times, you might notice that actually a more active meditation works for you or more exercise or more something else. So everything is a growth. And as you grow and you shift, it seems totally logical to me that you would gravitate towards different methodologies. And then as you as you work through those methodologies, as you grow in a different way, as, as your body shifts, as you age, then a different another methodology will become more relevant for you at that time. So to, to just be careful not to, not to think and not to bully yourself, right? And not to feel guilty when you're not doing all the things that you think that you should be doing because somebody told you that that was the way to do it, blah, 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 blah. Because essentially um, these structures are can become very um, restrictive and in a sense, that restriction then stops you really allowing your your deeper knowing to come through and your your deeper sense of freedom and peace to come through because you're so busy feeling bad or guilty or beating yourself up because you're not doing it the way somebody else probably hundreds of years ago told you that you should be doing it. <laughs> So, yeah. So I just wanted to really clarify that because I think it can be a real sticking point for people. And, and one of the things that I've seen, even in the Reiki world, there's so much restriction, there's so much assumption, there's so much doctrine and dogma. Um, and it it's just kind of ridiculous. Reiki is universal life force. That It doesn't have boundaries, doesn't have must-dos. You know, it's universal life force. It's everything. It's everything. So 
you can't you can't say oh well if you do it like this then you have universal life force then it will work and if you do it another way then it won't work because then what is that what is that other thing if it's not universal life force what is it you know it's what the antimatter so it's it's so illogical the way people kind of think about things <laughs> so anyway it was just one of those things that when it popped up, you know, as on my notification and I read it, I thought, hmm, I can see how people might feel that having Reiki and the Reiki philosophy as a way of life is useful. And I'm not, so I'm not saying it's not useful if it is, feels useful for you. But I think a lot of people that end up on my channel, they've had the experience of being quite restricted in whatever, and it feels uncomfortable. And the reason it feels uncomfortable is because it's not true. It's not relevant for you. It's, and there's something in your spirit, there's something in your, in your being that is really crying out for, for freedom. So that freedom to really come into yourself and to really give yourself permission to do what's right for you. And, and be guided by that every step of the way. And Reiki does not judge. So Reiki will never judge you for, for eating a cream cake. And it will never judge you for, for practicing Reiki however you see fit. This is, this is the beauty of Reiki, is that there is no structure, there is no philosophy. Um, truly, when you break down all of all of the, the kind of human teaching content, you just get rid of all the content and all there is is your hands and the Reiki flowing through it. And to be honest, even the hands is a bit old fashioned. Like if you just sit there in meditation and you're just breathing in the Reiki, you're just breathing in that essence that is just all around us and you're just merging into it, that's good enough. Just try it and see for yourself. It's kind of like what... What needs to happen here for you to just melt or merge or be universal life force, right? What, what do I, what feels right for me? And then everything else will come out as an expression of that. And that expression is the way you should be leading your life. And that's it. So hope that was useful. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you next time.